Good day. Welcome. You are listening to Conversations from the Porch with your host, author, researcher, and intrepid truth teller, Jack Hart. Jack is looking at the forest through the trees somewhere on the Cumberland Plateau. Now, from the porch, here's Jack Hart. Friday morning, Tennessee. Sunshiny, cool, leaves are turning. That's really turning now. Burnt orange and yellow, and it's really beautiful. I want to start off with explaining something to you people. I mean, it's to the point where none of us know what to believe anymore, including me, including me. Uh, I go with my private sources. Like I I tell you, I have people all over the world that that are are, are giving me inside information. You go on the Internet. I've learned recently how the Internet works. And I'm going to tell you what I learned. I I mean, I signed orders of non-disclosure. I can't tell you where, how. But I'm going to tell you what I learned. Now, these major sites... You, you're looking at these articles they're running, uh, and then you see people like uh, Stu Peters, Karen Kingston, uh, the other one, Z, whatever her name is, the one with the unibrow. Uh, and uh, they got these exotic, fancy sites, and they've burst onto the scene in a few months. They, they got hundreds of thousands of followers. Everybody's listening to them. The same site's putting them up over and over again, too, by the way. Uh, you know, this is done. See, there are, there are those who pay, pay to be on, on the Internet, and then there are those like us who get paid. Very little, I may add, at this point. Not enough. But the ones who pay, are backed by major, they're backed by major backers. They're Intel operations, man, uh, or some billionaire is funding it and, and is trying to get whatever his agenda is across to you people. That's still an it's an int- right. It's that's what I'm, it all comes under Intel operation. Uh, what well, we got this guy Stu Peters. Uh, a few months ago, was snake venom was in the vaccine. Now there's no such thing as a spike protein. We got other idiots claiming that there's no graphene oxide in the vaccine. There's there's plenty of studies out there that show. I mean, Bill can produce twenty scientific papers for you from public med med uh, that are telling you that they that they're going to put this stuff in the, in the vaccines and and all, all all the benefits it they derive from it. They, they, you know, we're getting to the point where we're getting really stupid. Uh, you got to learn that if you see somebody. I'm not talking about guys like Jim Stone or Henry Maycor or, or David E. You know, I don't like any of those guys, all right? But I'll tell you, they've been, they've been at this for years. They, they didn't come out of nowhere. They, they clawed their way to the top, all right? The ones, that, the Johnny-come-latelys, uh, they, they don't, don't go, stop listening to them, okay? That other Scottish guy, oh, he, now Kane West finally says, a black guy says something about the Jews. Oh, he, he's, in, he's involved with his little Scottish accent. He's involved with, uh, with the, uh, Donald Trump and, and, and uh, uh, Elon Musk. No, these guys, they're disinformation sites, okay? That's uh, you go. You go to like Meredith Lee. Her, uh, we talked about her, the doc, doc, Dr. Lee. You go to her site, okay? 
A site looks like it's homemade. It's not easy to make these sites. Bill's been doing this for, uh, for weeks now, 24-7. These guys got all these fancy sites with their music. and, and they, What do you think? You know how much that cost them to do that? You think they put, took it out of their pocket? You think they ain't got uh, cards in this game or, or a, dog, a dog or a pony in this race? Why don't you go to, I'd like to see what their houses look like, what they're driving. They're driving Lamborghinis and they're living in McMansions. I'll tell you that right now. These people are spreading disinformation. And, and we, uh, you know, this is hard work gathering something that's worth telling you about or reporting to you. Uh, and these people are destroying it, destroying it. And, and some of you are turning them on every day. And I, I, I gotta I gotta hand it to my uh, subscribers on because uh, I, I there's not very many of you that, that go around uh, uh, planting uh, planting links from these creeps uh, so I guess uh, my my 640 subscribers are a lot less gullible than others uh, but I, I, I tell your friends too stay off of these sites do not believe it stupid we told you a year ago stupidus say it fast a few times stupider stupider he's he's there to make you stupider yeah there's snake venom in the vaccine uh, that's 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 uh, that's not even on the topic we're really going to talk about today except for uh I want to say a few words. Well, I, I guess I said enough about the, uh, the graphene oxide being in the vaccine. It's there. It's there. Uh, anybody telling you it's not there, uh, we'll produce that, that column on the website there in South America. Uh, they have all kinds of scientific studies showing it's there uh, with the radiograms and stuff. Some of it's in Spanish, but the rest of it's in English. Run it through a translator. Look at the pictures. It's there, okay? It's there. I was when I when I come out with that newsletter in 2021. I I, I was the first one to tell you. Uh, nobody's proved there's graphene oxide in the vaccine. Me and Bill to, uh, Phil talked about it, uh, and that's that that was the position I took. It's been proven it's there now, okay? It's not, it's not in question anymore. It's not in question. People are dropping dead left and right. This stuff is highly toxic, man. Uh, but what are we, we're going to talk about the elect, like, elections today uh, because, you know, they're coming up in a few days. Now, I've, I've told you, you know, I've said a lot of things. You know, I'm Italian, so sometimes I talk off the top of my head, uh, you know. You talk with your hands, so, you know. Uh, I lose my temper sometimes. I've told you not to vote a few times or elections or uh, feudal. But that's, you know, I, I want to correct that. Uh, you know what? What the CDC just did with with giving this 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 poison to children. All right, uh, that's that becomes law next year, and the only thing standing between that and your kids <laughs> getting poisoned by these animals is your governor. Uh, so you better get out there. Like we got Lee over here in Tennessee. He said it ain't happening on his watch in Tennessee. You got uh, DeSantis over in Florida, same thing there. And even Abbott. Abbott's a bit of a globalist, I know, and he's letting people through on the border. But even Abbott's, it's not going to go down in Texas either. You got to turn out, and, and you better vote for these people. Do not. They, they're going to they're gonna steal whatever elections they can. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit later. I'll let, Bill is much more knowledgeable on the political scene than I am. So I'm going to turn it over to him on that. And Bill, if you want to say something about the graphene oxide, too. 
Well, I'll start with the, the graphene oxide thing. Um, you know, if you go back and, and go do a, a scientific search using Google Scholar or any of the other 20 or so scientific sites, what you find is that universities have been studying for quite some time the use of graphene oxide and the, the uh, poly gel that we had talked about before. Um, they've been using that as an, a way to ensure that the mRNA or whatever is the uh, particular uh, vector that needs to get into the cells to change things. They've, they've decided that graphene oxide and PEG, when they mix them together, that works really, really well. Um, and then of course they had to have a spiked protein, something that the body would accept so that the cell would be attached. And now you just inject everything from that spike proteins nucleus off into the new cell. It's pretty crazy, uh, you know, but that's the only explanation when you look at the results of what graphene oxide can do and does do, the black goo, um, you notice that it bonds to itself. Now this was all talked about years ago, uh, but the studies are showing the same thing. The, the, the graphene oxide is definitely an adjunct in vaccines that make the body um, more susceptible to whatever that uh, vaccine is supposed to be doing. That's, that's in layman's terms. But the toxic nature of graphene oxide is what is really the problem with it. It's like everything else is double-edged sword. It helps to get things into the cells, but at the same time, it has a mind of its own. It clumps and attracts and uh, it's magnetic. And all of these blood clots that they're finding are not blood clots. Ultimately, it comes down to one thing. They all knew this was going to happen. Pfizer, Moderna, AstraZeneca, all of these pharmaceutical manufacturers have been looking at the uh, studies that are being done mostly in China, in the universities in China, uh, and, and they've said to themselves, you know what, we see the bad side of this, but what the upside is it fits in with the agenda. And therein lies the problem, is it fits with the agenda. The, ag the agenda being one of depopulation. Now, Jack and I have, have discussed many, many, many times, how do we get from where we are now to a more utopian society, however you want to define utopia. Significant changes can only be made on this planet through either a common enemy coming from outer space, a la Ronald Reagan, the world and the world's population to coming together against a single enemy or that new world will occur after 
a depopulation event, the plague. Um, well, they tried that, and now they're going to have to have a different type of depopulation event, which gives them greater control. And that brings us around to not only the politics, uh, current politics and the current election and where I think that's going, but also what's going on in Ukraine, uh, Lithuania, Croatia, uh, Poland, all of these old Soviet satellites, um, they're all at odds with each other. They don't know who, who they want to back anymore, um, and they're all building up their militaries. So anyway, we get a, a major event in Europe, and what does that do for us? That puts us in a situation where they can make a worldwide change, or we have an extinction-level event which changes society in general. It's coming. That's what it comes down to. It's coming. There's going to be an, an extinction-level event of some sort so that they can take greater control. And that brings us to the elections. You know, everybody's going to go out and vote Republican or the majority of people are, and the Democrats are going to try and steal things. Those two things are given. Um, you know, it's pretty, pretty obvious that people do not like what's going on in Washington, D.C. But I think the, the flip side of that is, this time next year, you may not like what's going on in Washington, D.C. either. Um, you know, because yes, you have people who are going to have a greater moral character and, and your, your moral sensibilities won't be affronted every day uh, in the media because, the, of course, that'll all change. But as we know from past experience, um, if a political party controls both houses, they, they pretty much like to try and do what they want to do not uh, what the people want, but what the, the party and the agenda want. Uh, have I seen that other places besides in Washington, D.C.? Yeah, just look around at any national government. Um, is it something that, that we can change? Yes. And the only way we're going to change that is by being involved locally and local economies and economies of scale. and. That's where we're at at the moment, is if you're not involved with the local, um, how is it that you're involved with the national? Because the local is what determines what your current local area is like. Your county commissioner, your city alderman, whatever they happen to be called, those are the people that vote yes or no to put in no bail procedures in in localities like Chicago and New York City. It's the, the, the local people that are doing these things that you're seeing nationally as a means by which to frighten you and, and get you all riled up about all the things that are wrong um, so that you'll go out and you'll vote for a state senator. Well, what about that alderman or that commissioner? Those are the people you need to be asking questions of because that's where you live. That's where you have a greater effect than anywhere else. Um, 
and that's really the, my take on in generally the elections. What's happening with uh, the Senate and the Senate races? That's pretty crazy. And, and I'm going to say one name, and I'm going to turn it back over to Jack uh, Fetterman. Oh, oh, please! Did you guys see that debate? Uh, this, <laughs> you know. They're saying like the media talking heads like Carlson and stuff are saying all oh, well, of you know I felt sorry for him. First of all, I don't feel sorry for that dirty bastard. He got that stroke because he took the vaccine and he was pushing it. All right, that's how he got that stroke. Second of all, he's a trust fund baby. He lived he lived off his parents till he's forty. He's still living off of them. He's living off of a trust fund. He's only running. With a stroke, by, by the way, he can't even talk, uh, because the Democrats promised him, because he probably threw a lot of money into there, uh, and his uh, political clout into their prior campaigns over there in Pennsylvania, when they stole the election from Donald Trump. Another guy that I don't like, but, uh, you know, to anybody who tells you that, that uh, I'm not even saying, 81 million votes, just remember that. When you're looking at uh, these talking heads on TV telling you uh, uh, Fetterman's running neck and neck with Dr. Oz after that debate the other day, I don't care how many frick, how much freaking money they throw into it. Yeah, yeah, we could be running against Genghis Khan, uh, and he still wouldn't win an election. It was, no sane person would put that guy in office, and I. I have a little more faith in you. What? You know, oh, the black people are going to vote for Yeah, the black people in Philadelphia must love getting shot at, right? Uh, people laying all over the streets in dirt and stuff. Uh, no. Well, a lot of that comes down to who the party machine is putting up in front of them as candidates, too. Um, you know. Yeah, but you just seen this guy couldn't answer a question. He couldn't answer a question. You want that oh, guy? Oh, I understand You want that. that guy? He's in the Senate now. But I was—I wasn't just talking about the one. I was talking about all of these different levels of of requirements that somebody has to go through before they can even be put on a ballot. And they may be great people and totally and supremely qualified for the job that they're trying to put them into, whether it be county commissioner or state senator or, or senator to Washington D.C. Um, they got to jump through a bunch of hoops and pay a shitload of money. And if the party machine don't like you, you're not going to go. You're not going to get on a ballot. Um, I have a friend of mine. He's, oh, I don't know, 78, 79 years old now. Um, back in, in 2018, he was trying to get on the 2020 ballot 2018? for state senate. Um, he wanted, he, he was trying to get on the ballot as a Republican. Um, he went and jumped through all their hoops, got all the signatures he needed because Republicans, of course, if you are going to be on the ballot, you're going to get money to advertise and, and do all the things you need to do. Well, this particular friend of mine, they looked at his voting record for the last 10 years, and his voting record showed that he had voted Republican across the board that entire time. But then they went back before that 10 years and saw that he didn't vote, or he was voting independent, or he was voting how his conscience went. And they said, well, you're not a, really a Republican, so we're not going to uh, 
allow you to be on the primary ballot because in 2018 was the primary for the 2020 Senate elections. Uh, it took him nine months of fighting with the Republican Party to finally decide that he wasn't going to go any farther with it. And so it's a case of if the party wants you in that position, they're going to push money from all over the country to get you in that position. If that money is coming from Soros or somebody you haven't heard about recently, the Koch brothers or somebody like that, um, it's still going through political action committees. So you're pretty well screwed if you try and get on the ballot. Um, and, and that's why I, I go back to, uh, if you know the people that are on the ballot, you're much more likely to know who is going to do a good job and not. The party machine tries to make it with their election advertising uh, that everybody's a freaking saint. Well, we know there are not saints, but um, why the, the Democratic machine would put somebody like Fetterman out there or back to Joe Biden, somebody that has decidedly the problems that Joe Biden does. Why? Why are they doing that? Because uh, they have no intention of participating in a fair election. They know they're going to steal it. Uh, I mean, that should be, it should be obvious to a, to, to, uh, to any, a blind man. Yeah. Well, it comes back to involvement by the constituents. And we know for certain that 95% of the constituents in any, any election uh, don't care. They don't care to take the time uh, to get a copy of the ballot and see if they know anybody on their ballot before they even go in and vote. Um, the situation is, is almost to the point where we're going to have to have uh, big central government because nobody's going to care. They'll just shuttle the responsibility off to Washington, D.C., which has been going on for God knows how long. Um, anyway, that's, that's enough of my take on that Right, one. they're paying you to die is what they're doing. I mean, yeah, okay, oh, yeah, they just increased your food stamps. They're increasing your Social Security. Yeah, they'll be printing more money soon. Yeah, but, but, but bottom line is they're paying you to shut up and die uh, uh, while they kill you. Like Bill said, uh, they need an extinction event practically. Uh, and, and you know what? Despite all this nonsense you're hearing about biological warfare and stuff, that's not going to cover the bill. Uh, this stuff cannot be aerosolized, never could be aerosolized, which is why the Japanese had to use insect vectors, and why America and uh, China are so interested in insect vectors. Uh, you know, you got that story in Boston, okay? Oh, well, we just made 80% fatality rate COVID. Bullshit. Bullshit. You know why? I'll tell you how you know why. Because the, 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 the video for it is still on YouTube. If it was true, YouTube would have took it down the day after it was put up. 
It's it's a psyop, man. You know, you know how they're gonna do it? They gotta go around. They gotta they just, uh, make sure you get infected by by touching things. They'll have to spray uh, a different uh, neurotoxin poisons that they have all different kinds too into the air. They can use airplanes. They can. Uh, they did this all through the '60s and '70s, and they they were finally stopped when they were uh, spraying people with the bio bacterial indicators. They were saying it was. But no, they, they have the apparatuses to poison the sh they poison you all, and, and that's exactly what they'll do. Uh, as far as uh, they, as far as you getting sick and dying from a disease they manufactured, believe me, if they could do it, they'd have done it. They'd have done it uh, in 2001 or 2002 when the NS NASA declared war on the American people. Uh, you you I don't know if you've seen the papers I, we've published them. They were planning on how to wage war against uh, people, and people took it for granted then they were talking about an enemy. But as time has passed in the last 20 years, you can see that they've, they've, they've applied that paper on, on us, on their own citizens. And if they could have poisoned us back then, they would have. Uh, they're not going to kill you with a virus, man. If COVID was their best shot... That was a joke, okay? Yeah, you get sick for two weeks, three weeks, and uh, and you're better. Uh, it's, it's, it, that's, that's not the way they're going to do it. Uh, if people start dropping dead left and right, and they say it's a virus, it's not a virus. It's not a, there's probably no such thing as a virus. They're poisoning you. They're poisoning you. Uh, we're talking about... Uh, a, elections and stuff, but nobody seems to be... Well, Tucker Carlson brought it up the other day. We're running out of diesel fuel here. We only have enough diesel fuel to last us to uh, Thanksgiving in America. You know what that means? Everything runs on diesel, okay? Your supply lines will grind to a halt like a, a, a steel bar been thrown into a gear shift, okay? Uh, yeah, no more food. No more Twinkies in the supermarket for you 300-pounders. No more... No more oil to heat your homes with. No, no, no nothing. No nothing. Uh, you, you, your urban dwellers, you're as good as dead. You're as good as dead if you can't get out of the cities. And we got 24 days to Carlson say. Now, you know I don't like Carlson. But you know what? Carlson's, Carlson's bread and butter is that he, 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 he's, he has never been caught in a lie, okay? Uh he, 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 and he's not going to lie. If he's saying it, the facts are there, okay? Uh, he, they're not going to jeopardize his credibility in any way for him to go spreading a lie. No, well, we really only have 24 days of diesel left. I'm sure there's ways they can remedy that, but uh, you think that retard in the White House is, is doing anything about it? They asked some politician the other day, Carlson asked him, and he was like, he didn't even care. He didn't even care. Uh, that's another way, population reduction. Like I said, urban dwellers, you're as good as dead. The supply lines grind to a halt. You will starve. You will be eating each other. It will be. You think it's bad now with this, uh, with MS, MSNBC pushing a race war and black people pushing white people in front of trains. They'll be eating white people, okay? They'll be eating and, and, and big fat black women too. They'll, they'll probably be tasty too. You. These are the things you really should be worrying about. And also, we got a little war there in the Ukraine. As Bill was saying, all, all these Baltic countries are arming themselves to the teeth. And they don't know whose side they're on anymore. 
Uh, they've seen America just blow up Germany's pipeline. Uh, you think, you know, now they don't trust, do you think they trust us anymore? Uh, no, they don't. They don't. Uh, that, that's, that's probably, you know, I, I don't see how that's going to de-escalate ever, that situation in our lifetimes. Uh, if war kicks off there, who knows what's going to happen. Uh, There's your de-escalation because after 15 minutes, there won't be anybody left to fight them. Uh, they, they let loose with those ICBMs they have, whether they have nukes or not, believe me. Uh, they have powerful explosives enough in them to blow the shit out of you uh, and uh, bur burn you, burn you alive with phosphorus. Uh, you know, there's all kinds of stuff they can use. So if you're on the no-nuke train, uh, that they don't really have nukes. I, I am myself. I am myself. But that doesn't mean they can't kill you. That does not mean they can't kill you. Uh, and, and once those ICBMs start flying and these, these submarines let loose, uh, you know, again, you urban dwellers are as good as dead. Bill, go ahead. The folks that are going to survive this are the ones that have at least some rudimentary preparation. Um, that rudimentary preparation being having some plastic and tape around. If there's a nuke goes off even within 100 miles of you, if it's upwind, um, you're going to spend two or three weeks dealing with fallout. Uh, how do you keep fallout out of the house? Well, you have to tape up your windows and doors. There's, there's, so much stuff out there, and so many people have gone overboard with regard to being prepared for eventualities. Uh, most people that I'm aware of in the middle class and lower, they, they can't even afford to buy the extra food to put some food aside. Um, you got these rich folks that have their bunkers and they're stocked for two years and all the arms and food they'll ever need. And then everybody else is just out there floundering. And, and in the cities, it's going to be worse. You don't have storage space. You don't have the means by which to get the things to put up and prepare yourself. Um, it's inevitable we're going to have an extinction-level event. Whether it's they need it. They need whether it. it's natural or man-made, it's still going to be an extinction-level event. The, the Chinese, obviously... Uh, along with the Israelis and the United States government, those three in particular, uh, want something that's selective. That way they can carry out their eugenics program based upon a person's genetics. If they have a particular genetic marker, then just go in and attach to this. It's a, not any different than programming a computer. Uh, it's just a matter of how do you get that virus, uh, or whatever the chemical is, or the vector that is going to cause the death into that individual. All it's got to do is read a little bit of DNA. Oh, this is a Chinese guy. Well, I won't affect this guy. I'll just make him a little bit sick. Oh, this is a European. Oh, well, European, we need to start duplicating really fast. Let's get all this graphene oxide duplicated and fill those arteries up so that they pass out and die. Um, it's what they've been doing, and that's where the studies have shown that it's going, is they want to be able to genetically modify or cause death um, 
based upon choices. Um, you know, they, they've got this gene splicing thing going on that says, well, we can splice these genes in there and make sure this kid's got blue eyes and uh, black hair. Um, so what's the difference? But the, uh, when it comes to nukes and nuclear war, that again is, is an extinction level event as opposed to a strategic uh, maneuver to take land uh, because a strategic maneuver to take land is going to require hundreds and hundreds of thousands of troops. And we see that with uh, Vladimir Putin having to call up a couple hundred thousand new conscripts because there is no means by which to maintain or keep land if you don't have the people there to do it. Right, right. People think, oh, they're just going to bring in the army and the army's going to roll over uh, roll over the opposition. And <laughs> you see how that worked out in the Ukraine, right? Uh, you know, if people are dug in and they're going to fight, <laughs> it's not that easy to remove them. <laughs> Phil can attest to that. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, it's, it, you know, a lot of the stuff we believe is like comic book stuff due to what I was talking about before. It's been, you know, uh, we all know about the mainstream media, but the alternative media has become just as bad. Uh, and, uh, well, it's, it's, a it's a misinformation machine. Uh, the, the entire internet is, and they've got all these different people saying, well, what's true and what's not? And they got these kids in, the, in mama's basement being fact checkers based upon their political attitudes. Um, you know, and it's, it's really difficult when uh, you don't have a sense of discernment. You don't have the connection with uh, your spirit and... and it's very difficult to know what the truth is. If you can't feel it in your gut as truth, it's very difficult to determine something's truth. And therein lies the problem that we're all up against. Um, that 95%, they will take misinformation, whether it's put out by MSNBC, CNN, or some alternative media source, um, they'll take it as gospel because it fits with their worldview. Uh, my worldview is, is much more than a worldview. It's a universal view as well as a, a view of the black hole that is inside of each one of us. Um, and I'm going to throw a, a monkey wrench at, at Jack right here. Um, I read yesterday that uh, when a photon goes into your eyeball, the question was, what happens to that photon? You get sucked into the black hole that is your eyeballs? Where does the photon go? How does it, the energy, is it, is it absorbed and converted? And then, or is it into a black hole, which is our consciousness? Very interesting point, and I would love to hear some of the commentary on that one. Well, I've, I've always maintained that I got a black hole on myself, so maybe I'm not unique. Uh, well, I, I want to I do a little bit more on the elections. Uh, enough about our problems, and we got plenty, but uh, 
I've, uh, there's very few candidates I'm really careful. I like that woman, Carrie Lake, in Arizona. Yeah, I've been listening to her since she was uh, going through the the initial stages of, of getting on the ballot and going through the primary. Um, she's, she's got a good handle on what people want. Right. It comes down to what you were saying before, because I know I know my own sister. My sister is my, you know, my name is George Esposito. My sister is Adrian Esposito. I mean, she's one of the most famous environmentalists in the world. Uh, she was the one who bankrupted Donald Trump the first time when he wanted to go put his uh, his hotel on on the, the Jones Beach over the uh, the Piping Clover uh, Sanctuary. Uh, she ran. Uh, she ran at at, at uh, the Democrats' request. Schumer. And uh, they're all good friends of hers, the Cuomo's. Uh, but uh, they asked her to run. They went. They, they had a vacant seat. They wanted to take it uh, in in Islip uh, with a Democrat. And she, she doesn't like to get involved in politics because her money comes from both ends, Republican and she's an environmentalist. So she, you know, against her better judgment, she ran for election. Uh, when, they, when they realized that she wasn't going to go along with the party line and she was going to be more concerned about the environment than Republican uh, than uh, Democratic politics, uh, they torpedoed her. They torpedoed her in Newsday, which is the newspaper for Long Island. I said, oh, she has no experience. The, the woman was the one who bankrupted Donald Trump. She'd been involved in politics longer than anybody in New York. She, she stopped Broadwater. no. Experience. No, this was the most experienced and, and qualified person in New York, to, and it was only for a state senate seat, though. Uh, she was more qualified to be the governor of New York. But no, they made it. A, and, and I think they even stole the election. Uh, uh, it was round. They, 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 a few of them went to jail. Silvers, I think, believe went to jail. Uh, uh, Roundtree, the heads of the Republican Party, uh, they, 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 were all, they were all rounded up in a sting operation. But the damage was already done. She never won her seat. And uh, they, they, they had some guy who was in Afghanistan under, uh, under Bush, and then he was held over there under Obama. So that should tell you all you need to know about him. He's an expert at, 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 uh, at setting up pipelines for opium distribution. He spent one year in the Senate seat, and decided he wanted to go back to Afghanistan because pushing drugs was a lot more lucrative than being a state senator. And uh, the seat, this seat was abandoned. It was abandoned. But th that's that's what you're looking at with the with the even with your local politics. Uh, I, I, I what Bill was saying with the, uh, the local elections. I, I think by far, by far the most important person you're going to vote for is your local sheriff. Uh, you know how I feel about the police, and I'll say it over and over again. These are, and they, they've proved it over the last two years. These are the worst enemies you're ever going to have. Uh, and, you know, the Blue Lives Matter. Yeah, well, he's trampling your mother with a horse. Blue Lives Matter. These guys will do whatever they ever they uh, they have to to protect their pensions. They are not your friends. They are the worst enemies you're ever going to have. And they've proved that in Australia. They've proved it in Europe. Not so much in America yet. They've proved it in Canada. Uh, the thing standing between them and, and, and you is your sheriff and his sheriff's deputies. Uh, and and that's, that's who's got the real power in the county. In, in America, it's the county is supposed to make the rules, not the federal government. 
Uh, Not the state government either. Right. It's, it's kind of, what is that, Posse Comitatus? Posse Comitatus. Right, right. Is that, the, that, that's the rule that keeps the uh, military out of local issues and national issues unless... And the police are a military force, and they're not even a good military force. <laughs> a lot of your military guys come from families and stuff like that, and they'll back their parents before they back the federal government, which is a problem they're eventually going to have with the Army. Uh, these, these, well, that was exactly the word I was going to use. When it comes to police forces, you could hire Wackenhut as a police force, right to be your police force. Just ask the folks over at Oak Ridge and any of the Department of Energy facilities that are nuclear facilities. Their security is not federal government security. It is a corporation called Wackenhut that provides all of the security for all of the nukes in this country. Now, if you have a corporation and employees of that corporation, who are they going to listen to, who are they going to be uh, loyal to, well, it's going to be whoever provides them the most highest almighty dollar. That being the case, it goes back to that word mercenary. They're That's all they mercenaries. They're mercenaries, man. Uh, as soon as you started with that Blue Lives Matter stuff, the battle was already lost. They turned blacks and whites against each other with that. And they turned a lot of the, the folks against the police. Um, and, and with a, a job like a county sheriff, where that sheriff is, is uh, elected, they're answering to the people. That's, that's, that's my whole thing with that, you know? You elect your sheriff. He's answerable to you. He's going to look out for you. That your 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 is his pension and his his his, his, his job security, not not some some crazed homosexual in D.C. or even in your uh, state capital. Uh, and then you deal with the the laws regarding jurisdiction as well, um, and and that all gets into the legal issues of it. But the uh, the county sheriff has jurisdiction in that county. And anybody that wants to come in and, and say, well, this is, we're going to do an investigation. Well, if they don't have probable cause, that sheriff will just tell them to get the hell out. Don't, don't, hey, don't I, come in my county. I've seen it in action mm -hmm. in Richmond, okay? Mm -hmm. When they tried to push through their gun control laws in, in Virginia. Uh, uh, I was there on Martin Luther King Day. And you know who organized it? You had, you had 20,000, 30,000 people with, with, with assault rifles armed to the teeth in the street. You know who organized all that? The sheriffs. The sheriffs. The sheriffs told them. I talked to one sheriff, uh, and he told me, uh, nobody's confiscating any guns in my county. And, and, and they stood. They stood. They stood with the people. Consequently, uh, Richmond was the, the last big victory that, 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 that American citizens won against this, this monster, this monster federal government that's, that's been created. Uh, you know, a lot of it can be blamed on people's pensions for sitting there and watching that damn TV set. I mean, it's been a psyop since the day it was, it was started in Germany. Do you, do you know that, 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 that uh, in Germany, 
The postal office controlled the TVs, and they wanted to use it to spread party propaganda. The guy who was in charge of it, he was also the bag man for, for the Nazi party, too. He walked. He walked after that. Uh, he had more war crimes to his credit than anybody, Russian or German. Uh, because that's, they, they intended on using television as a psyop since the 40, uh, since 1945 to 40s. Uh, you can go look. You can go look in the patents. You can see Google took out a patent as soon as they, they, they became a corporation. It was like in 2001. It was a couple of years after they became a corporation. I'm controlling you. To, it sounds like, oh, well, there's a tinfoil hatch stuff. No. They're controlling you by uh, by by uh, uh, regulating the the the, the uh, pulsing uh, of of uh, of of the uh, uh, the race and training you to the uh, to, to the computer screen and to the TV set. This is a patent Google took out. They're using it on you. They're using it on you. This How, is how's that different than subliminal programming using pictures? You know, it's the same thing. It's, it's all part part and parcel to the same package. This is a brainwashing tool. The TV set. Uh, and the computer. And the computer, too, unfortunately. And I got to use it to make a living. But uh, I tell you, it's, I spent three weeks in Florida without turning one on during this whole Jack Hart thing for eight years. And it was the best I ever felt. Uh, yeah, they tell you, oh, look at, look at all the progress Silicon Valley has brought to us and the technology and how great it is and Elon Musk and... The, the vampire, uh, Nostarafu, whatever his name is, uh, Yuri the Jew there. Uh, this, is, uh, this is the wave of the future. No, 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 no. Look around you. Take a walk through Walmarts. Take, uh, you know, I'm 63 years old. I remember the 70s. I remember walking on the beach. Everybody had a hard body, girl and guy. All right? You take a walk around Walmart now, and you see everybody's 50, 100 pounds overweight. They're shaped like pears. And I got news for you. The life expectancy has been decreased by three years. These people are unable to tie their own shoes. That's what technology's brought us. Uh, you, you people should have been learning how to grow crops and grow gardens, not how to, not how to play video games. Can you eat a video game? We're going to run something for... Oh, it's only going to be for our paid subscribers, but... Uh, it's going to be about gardening and stuff. Uh, you need to really, uh, you need to get back in touch with the land, man. We don't live on an electronic screen. Loki's told you before. Uh, this was uh, Schumann's big thing, the guy who invent really invented the first flying saucer. I hate to tell you. Uh, there's two kinds of uh, of uh, energy. One is produced by combustion. That's evil. That's evil. And then there's the other kind, the clean kind, which is what Victor Schauberger and Nikolai Tulsa were using, which you're not allowed to know about, which is what they're using in their secret pro black projects and stuff. Uh, everything about what they're doing is, like I said before, they're paying us to kill, to kill, to die. That's what they're doing. And, you know, the extinction event is happening. To go through war. Hey, Half the people my age can't even walk through Walmarts. They need a scooter to carry them around it. Well, I was just thinking about the, uh, you know, the old folks and, and uh, that are behind all of this, uh, the wasps and the, the gazillionaires and the billionaires and all these people with their agendas.
especially the ones behind the eugenics. It's obvious things aren't happening fast enough for them. Well, they ain't happening fast enough for me either because I think Washington, D.C. needs to be got rid of. Um, and I guess ultimately it comes down to can we have a positive outcome based upon the agenda of the World Economic Forum and its backers? And, and that rhetorical question, obviously, the answer is no. Um, well, unless you're willing to part with 80% of the people, you know, say goodbye to mom and dad and grandma. You know? Yeah, well, you know as well as I do, though, that, that for things to be uh, where they need to be, as far as society goes, um, there's a lot of them that have to be gotten rid of. And then it's a case of who makes that choice? Uh, who's good? You know, they, right now we've got the World Economic Forum and their backers, and the pharmaceutical companies and their backers, and their big money making all the decisions as to who stays and who goes. Um, it's very, very difficult to to see the last two years and realize that uh, this is all because somebody wants greater power. They, they want the world to be as they envision it, whoever the they is. Well, they is the Rockefellers and, and the Borman faction we wrote about, I.G. Farben. I mean, I, I, me, and, me and her age did this. We did went through three we, extensive research. These are the same people, this eugenics program. They've been planning this for 100 years. You think Rudolf Steiner was a psychic or something? He, he knew about it because they were talking about it. That's, that's how he knew that they were going to create a vaccine that was going to take your soul or, or lower your IQ because they, they already knew what they were going to do. Now the technology is caught up with their dreams and they're using it on you. They're using it on you. Go ahead, Phil. Well, you know, and that's just the point is... is when all is said and done, and and they've eliminated their uh, six billion people or whatever off the planet, what is it going to look like? You know, what did it look like fifteen thousand years ago before the last ice age? What was left? Was there four hundred people left? Two thousand? Ten thousand? Twenty thousand people left on the planet? And and it's taken us fifteen thousand years to get from the ice age to here. Um, <laughs> You know, there are signs and symbols all over this planet that uh, there have been extinction-level events and time and time again. And we've reached technologies that were far superior to the technologies we have now. They can't even, they, they can't even go to Pumaponke and places in the Andes Mountains. They can't cut stone like that now. They can't put them together like that now. No, the, the abilities that the, the last civilization... Um, had is far beyond whatever we have, and it, and it's interesting, you know. You've got one yeah, side. They're of, gone, right? They're gone. They're gone. <laughs> you've got you got one side of the coin that there are one group of people that says, well, you know, the, the, we had a, a flood that encompassed the entire planet and dumped sixty feet of of mud all over everything, and that's why it you know looks like it's sixty thousand years old. Then you've got the other side of the coin, which is, okay, um, we've got stone that can't be reproduced, and if that stone can't, stone cutting as an example, can't be reproduced, and they can't reproduce moving those stones, 
then when and where was that civilization? Was it a thousand years ago? Was it 10,000, 20,000, a million years ago? Uh, it's very difficult for uh, anyone to look at the signs and symbols, whether it be Gobekli Tepe or Pumabunku or any of those other sites, go to the <laughs> Egyptian pyramids. You know, they, they talk about the Sphinx being 25,000 years old. Um, other ancient sites having uh, their north-south alignments pointing to where the, the pole was 100,000 years ago. Uh, so it's very difficult for anybody to come up with actual dates of when that last event was. But we have got signs and, and, and certainly uh, the, the results of extinction-level events uh, all over this planet. Staring us dead in the face. They're staring us dead in the face. Uh, and, 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 and those of you that want to put your fate in academics, these sniffling little pasty-faced <coughs> academics, I got news for you. That's a trowel, okay? These are the pigs lining up to feed at the academic trowel. I believe it was Eisenhower who warned you about that in the military-industrial complex. If I write a book that this, uh, I'm B, okay? A wrote a book. A's book has been accepted by academia as fact now, okay? Now I'm B, I want to write a book. I got to agree with A. I don't agree with A, and, and they won't publish my book. Or, uh, that's the way it works, okay? These academics, it's one says a lie and the other one's repeated. It's like, it's like a bunch of monkeys. I, I, that's why shows like Ancient Alien destroyed them, okay? Because they weren't telling you the truth from the start. You, like Bill said before, if you can't feel in your gut that something's true and you need somebody with a, who can't write a sentence without putting you to sleep to tell you, pay attention to what your heart tells you. Because you, if your heart tells you that this guy is a windbag, he's a windbag. He's a windbag. I don't care how many PhDs he's got at the end of his name. Uh, I, I, I've been doing this for eight years now, and I can tell you PhD don't, don't stand for anything except uh, uh, I paid. I paid a lot of money to get this. That's what it stands for. Well, I guess it, it all comes down to just what we're talking about. The... The consciousness that is each of us as an individual has the ability to discern the truth. And if you're reading something or you're watching a video and somebody says something and it's truth, that gut reaction, and, and I'll always keep coming back to that gut reaction, that gut reaction is there as long as we pay attention to it. And, and if you don't see that, then quite often what you're, you're reading or seeing is just conjecture on their part, whether it's accepted by academia or not. Right. You know, and until uh, we got into the Middle Ages, academia said that the Earth was the center of the universe and flat. Um, it may still be, but that's another time, another place to have that debate. Well, they can't prove that it's not, which goes to show what we're saying. 95% uh, of what they're presenting as scientific facts, is, is, they're not facts. 
They're not facts. They have not been proven empirically. And, and this is what they're insisting that, that, oh, well, he's got a PhD. He said this. He wrote a book. He said this. Yeah, what makes his conclusions any more valid than mine? Right. I, I, his conclusions are less valid than yours because he's drawing his conclusions from the guy who made them before him. Uh, you know, I, I prefer to read, you know, I've learned more from free thinkers than I ever did from academics. I don't read it. Thank God I don't have to read academic papers no more since I stopped writing all that, uh, those essays that, that all was... But there's so much suppression of, of the things that are, are beneficial. You, you mentioned Tesla and Schumann and, and we've got so many others Schauberg. over the course of the, the last hundred years of history. So many people have come up with ways to get energy whether it be electricity or mechanical energy to produce electricity. They, they've come up with so many ways to do it for free that are so much more efficient than the solar panels or the wind turbines or any of those different things for producing energy. Um, and yet, it's all suppressed. This is what Eisenhower warned about in that military, so much is made by calling it the military-industrial complex speech. But he covered a lot more than that. He said if you're losing the guy who's working out in his backyard in his shed, you're going to lose all kinds of... That's, that's how all scientific, real scientific advancement has been made. By the guy working in his shed. Not a guy working with a huge consortium, uh, uh, producing and something that's going to make toe money. Toe in the party line. Yeah. You know, everybody has a, the party line and you get your grant dollars. We've been into this before. Um, it, it, you have to be espousing exactly what they're looking for before you're going to get a grant. Um, and that's the way these people are operating. They're not operating on, I'm going to make a profit off of this because it's going to be beneficial. No, they're operating because they, they just are out there validating the party line. And we probably need to, uh, Jack, start looking at wrapping this up for this week. We've got quite a bit here we've talked about today. Right, right. Uh, okay, so, so get out there and vote for your sheriff. Vote for you people in the red states. You better make sure you keep your governors. Do not let the Democrats steal elections where they can. Uh, it's a given almost. They're going to steal Pennsylvania. They're going to steal New York, California. They, they might as well declare a dictator over there. That, 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 that's, that's the Soviet Union of California. And they're going to steal Oregon. They're going to steal uh, Washington State. They're going to steal those. But they're not going to steal the red states if you don't let them. Uh, and, and don't let them. Go out there and vote for your, your governors that are standing between you and this, this, this monstrous CDC law. Uh, I, I printed the name of the 15 people that, that uh, so did the uh, State of the Nation, which I got it from. Uh, those are the people who want to kill your children. You have their names. Uh, and I'm, I'm just going to leave it at the, the alternative media again. We are the alternative media, okay? We are the alternative media. We get paid to do this. We do this. Uh, we get paid to do this. We ain't paying nobody to be on on their website. Uh, I'm I'm bringing writers to you like Mike K, Loki Holgard, John Kaminsky, uh, uh, myself and Phil. Yeah, you know, we're out there working for you 24/7. 
And these people, you're listening to them and you, uh, in, in their fancy sites with their rock music that they're playing. We lost our music, too. We had good music. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway, you know, um, I hate to, but, you know, if you support, you throw $10 at us, we're throwing it right back at you in product, okay? And we're not, we don't have an agenda. Our agenda is that your children and our grandchildren have a place to live. I'll leave you with that. Thanks for joining us for today's Conversations from the Porch. To view and listen to Jack's work, subscribe at jackhart.substack.com. We hope you found today's conversation interesting and informative. Join us next time for Jack Hart's Conversations from the Porch.